Well, this is episode... Ten. Ten. We're a ten. Ten. Yay. Yay. Happy ten anniversary. And this is Becca. This is Tim. This is uh, the Good Words Podcast. We are podcasting totally not live from Kathmandu, Nepal. (laughs) Yes, and it is a Sunday afternoon instead Mm -hmm. of a Sunday night The sun is still up. It is still bright and nice out. We had a great uh, afternoon, early morning and afternoon today. Yep, yep. We went to the International Church today, so... so English speaking pastor. Um, it's a little bit easier that way. Yes. So we went ahead and, and did that this week. Yep. Um, and so yeah, the boys have fun playing at the playground there. Oh yeah. And, um, and there's lots of other kids. That, yeah. yeah. They can interact with. Yeah. So it's nice for them to get yeah. you know the playground thing since there's not really mm-hmm. playgrounds around here and it was, stuff. It was really nice to go out to lunch afterwards too with some people from the. From the church, it was neat. Got to yeah. go to a fun little restaurant with room for the kids to run around. Yeah, I got an Oreo shake. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't get better than that, does it? Mm, no, maybe not. I got drip. I got um, pour over uh, Hario V60 cone pour over coffee. It was pretty good. Until Andrew mm. took a spoon, put it in an ashtray, and then an put the spoon ashtray. in. Still gross. Yeah, super gross. And then put it in Tim's oh, cup. So. That was nasty, but you know, yeah. But it Babies. was it was good. It was good. Definitely feeling pretty exhausted this afternoon. So I'm glad we're doing it in the afternoon. And um, I don't know if we'll perk up by the evening or yeah, <laughs> this exactly. is our last hurrah. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to feel a little tired already. <laughs> just getting the kids <laughs> back in the taxi, back home, and stuff is is kind of just exhausting. <laughs> Well, it's tricky because it's hard to get them into bed for a decent time nap. So it's not till like two that we get them down. And then Andrew's just direct by that point because they just, they get up early here. You know, everything's a little bit earlier. Yeah. Noises start going. And mm. and so then it's like a long stretch to make it to that two o'clock nap. Our, our schedule and our routine is just adapting completely different than what we're used to. Um not completely different, but like, it's, it's just interesting. Like people tend to get up earlier cause the sun rises fairly early cause they don't do daylight savings time like in the U S Yes, and so the sun is up and pretty bright at like 6am. Yes. And so the boys are up and they're, you know, hearing the roosters crowing and the dogs barking and people moving around outside at six. We don't really want to get up ourselves until seven. Yes. So they've they've started to adapt to just kind of playing by themselves. They'll yes. kind of do their little knock on our door. Yes. And... and they'll play and read. I think Andrew still kind of lays in bed and yeah. like plays before getting up. I don't know. It's kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah. So they've kind of started, yeah, yeah just adapting. Yeah. And... and they're like, they're locked in. So it's not like they can go anywhere. So we just kind of let them do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We have that, you know, that great... That gating yeah, thing, the iron iron gate that locks super us super bad fire hazard oh. that we're locked that we're locked in. So yeah. I mean, yeah, and all the windows are barred too. So fire hazards, yeah, real, they're the, real. The priorities are different <laughs> uh, because things don't burn down as much here, right? As, because it's all made out of steel and concrete, and uh, yeah. It's not like the dryness that Colorado's having. Have you heard that? How they're yes. this really dry there? So yeah, I still get little... the emails from um, the next door Palmer Lake uh, community. 
safety alerts. I turned off most of the notifications, but I still get these safety alerts, which mostly is today is another red flag warning day. Do not have any open flames of any kind or any burning, which just makes me just, I just feel anxiety every time I read that email that comes through, which has come through like every week, a couple times every week for the last several weeks. I'd really like to have some of our important stuff out of the house, but we didn't really get that all set up. No, it's hard. But yeah, later. But so yeah, so big, um, big news of the week, your haircut. (laughs) So this is a good story. Um, So I know a guy, you got to have a guy. So I know a guy who's another um, expat American here and he's like, oh, yeah, I used to go to that one barber you were thinking of, but I've got a way better guy now. He's over around the corner. And he to- kind of described uh, the process to me, so I wouldn't be too surprised by anything. But my hair was getting really long. There was a guy at work who said that I kind of reminded him of um, Jim Carrey from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> which is, I think, mostly about my haircut. Maybe because I'm a funny guy. But <laughs> maybe it was because of my crazy haircut. <laughs> Um, so anyway, uh, so I went to, finally made it to the barber. I'd been meaning to go all week, finally did it on Saturday and they, they were great. They got me right in. He, he, I showed him a picture like, no, I, I tried to like show him how long I wanted to cut, just hoping he would just do it an average men's cut. But he's like, no, no, just point to the picture on the wall of the thing he won. He had a poster up with about a hundred different little thumbnails of, of men's haircuts. And so, Could he yeah. speak English and stuff, like, to tell you to do that, or you just nah. kind of picked it up on Yeah, he spoke a few words, but I, it didn't really matter. I mean, you only you only go to there for two things, either a haircut or a shave, and I pointed at my hair. So, <laughs> so that was all that really was required. <laughs> but, yeah, so I got this kind of cool haircut, like... Um, I don't know, like, like the men here in Nepal, like the young men actually like have pretty cool haircuts, like the kind of, I don't know, like it's a, I think it's a, a, an element of, um, I think they're proud of it. They're proud of their appearance and they, they take pride in, in their haircuts. Yeah. It looks really cool. Actually. It's like, it's kind of like, I mean, it's long on the top and short on the side. Yeah. So it's like, but it's really cool. Yeah. It's not bad. I was, I was a little scared when he started cutting it cause it was different from, you know, all the haircuts that I've always gotten. Uh, just because like he shaved up the sides and like combed up like the line where the shaving was going to stop. And, uh, it's not shaved, shaved, it's just buzzed on the sides. And, uh, anyway, it, it looks pretty good. I do look younger, which is nice. I think it's a good look. Well, and you know, I really liked the hair on the top of the elephant's head that, um, that we wrote on it, but I like your hair more than that. So that's, that's, that's really saying something. Because you thought that elephant was pretty cute. I did. And mm-hmm. so I, I like your hair even more. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. That's good. I like that. So yeah, they give you like a, a oh. hair scalp massage, right? Yeah, it's oh, it's a massage of sorts. They um, after the haircut's done, uh, it just took like twenty minutes tops. Um, then he kind of massages the scalp a little, um, and mostly that massage is a head beating. It's like <laughs> it's like hitting the skull, like not so hard that it hurts, but like just like. Like he does this thing with both of his hands and it's like a crack every time he hits the hits my head like it's a crack but then it's like smaller like he he varies it and it's different on every part of the skull it was really kind of cool like it was kind of neat I liked it all right and then like kind of without any warning he cracked my neck both ways both left and right 
um, pretty effectively, like as a chiropractor would. So I don't know. Did part of you for a fleeting second wonder if he was just going to break your neck? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That's the paranoid side of me totally being like, I'm at his mercy. But then I also thought like he wouldn't be a barber for very long. Like if he started killing his patients or his, his uh, clients. He's like, I'm going to make your hair look great and then kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It really doesn't make any sense why. But yeah, there's that weird fear of being totally at the mercy of someone else. Like they're tying a thing around your neck and they've got sharp blades. <laughs> yeah, anyway, you're just totally at the barber's mercy. You gotta trust them. Yeah, that's that's a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I've got a haircut. Yay. Yay. Yes, and I went to the school to volunteer for the last time this week um, because the school year is different timing, so it's it's wrapping up um, this next week with exams and stuff. So it was great. Tim um, had Andrew with him while he worked, and so I got to just bring Simon, and that was really fun because it made it kind of like a mother-son outing, you know, and it's like we were able to just like – I don't know. It was really fun. He was very well behaved, like not having Andrew. And it's like, Mm. I feel like it kind of met that like, he's very much like a one-on-one sort of kid, you know? So it was like, it was just fun. It felt good to like serve together. And and he was like, you know, into all the animals and stuff and remembering which which letter represented which animal. and. So that was pretty cool. He's going to learn so much. He knows his alphabet really well. Yes. And it's so fun because, I mean, he hears me tell the driver that I'm going to go to Mati Devi Choke. And so he, when he comes up to the taxi, will be like, Mati Devi Choke. Even if that's not where we're going. <laughs> that's the thing he memorized, though. <laughs> so it's kind of fun that yeah. he's picked up on I, that. I think he could learn Nepali. I think we could, like, get him to learn some Nepali. Yeah. When they're young like that, they just pick everything He's up. picking up a lot of, like, little words yep. and yeah. here and there. and Yeah. So Pretty that's kind of cool. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, so you got to do that. Um, I got to do work and just having fun with programming and design and all this stuff. Um, yeah, I just, I'm loving it. Uh, such fun projects to get to work on here. And uh, just things to teach people. I've been working on my, um, uh, I'm going to give a talk at a uh, developer meetup uh, in a couple weeks. So that'll be fun. I'm going to talk about um, prototyping with free services online for web development stuff. So you've been working on that a little bit already? A little bit, or yeah. just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, I've been preparing for it a little bit. And, oh, oh, and I need to send an email to the meetup organizers because they wanted like a short bio and uh, and a photo of me to put on the, oh, the website program oh, thing. Gotcha. It's not real long. It's only a twenty minute talk with five minutes of Q and A. So oh, it's okay. not a real, real big deal. But it's my first like type of thing doing that. That's exciting and cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, and I've been. Um, are you done with the work? Or am I yeah, interrupting? That's that? plenty. Uh, <laughs> um, well, yeah, to, to, you know, a more pressing subject, I've been reading a lot of Curious George, um, and cause we have this like big 
volume that we're borrowing that just has like a million stories and andrew's actually super into reading lately which mm-hmm. is fun because simon actually has less patience for it so but anyway we read curious george like a million times a day and um we watched the curious george movie and um it was so interesting like remembering back to reading curious george as a kid and everything oh, and, yeah. See, I, and I never read curious george as a kid i don't have really strong memories of it which blows my I mind don't, i just don't think we had it like i mean i knew it was a thing but it just I don't think we ever had me at home or maybe I didn't care I don't know yeah yeah like do you remember ever reading yes. it like do you yes. know who he is yes absolutely do you know he's a monkey yes <laughs> yes I feel like it was a thing where it was like every once in a while at school or or whatever like that story would be read but it just wasn't like one of my staple like stories that I grew up on what was your staple story Oh, uh, Dr. Seuss the cat in the hat or oh, go dog go oh yeah I remember Yes, yes. I have to say, Go Dad Go of the Dr. Seuss's really annoys me. And I know that's your, like, beloved child one, yeah. but I'm like, I cannot stand reading that book another time. Right, right. Well, technically, it's a, not Dr. Seuss. It's it's that P.D. Eastman guy. Ah, uh, so. yes, which I do love some of his other ones. Eh. Poor some man's of his Dr. better Seuss. ones. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so it's like I always had this like idea that the man with the yellow hat was like super ticked at George like constantly but when I'm reading these books he's like an awesome owner like he doesn't even let like the like when George is flying away in a kite and like this little boy is like running back to tell him like he doesn't even let him finish the sentence he's like I'm gonna get George and he gets a helicopter and flies after him and I'm like he's amazing and he's never like mad at George but in my mind I have this whole thing where he was just like super ticked but like all the other characters in the story are super mean like I mean I know George makes a a mess and stuff but but the characters will just go on and on about how terrible he is and they say all these things and so it's kind of interesting how they can kind of like overshadow the the love of the man with the yellow hat like all these characters are so angry at him and think he's just this terrible person and terrible person you mean monkey yeah yeah well you know he's like a toddler so he is he's clearly a stand-in for a child for a rambunctious child child psychology 101 yeah it is it's it's very interesting like that and it's like and at the end you know george always does something like i don't know invite them to his movie or something but he's like he invited all his friends and i'm like those people aren't your friends those people were telling that you that you were like Bad. A yeah. terrible person, a terrible monkey, whatever. And I'm like, they are not your friends, George. Now, now just uh, maybe a, a side point. No, I, I don't agree that the man with the yellow hat is a great owner. You don't think so? No, I think there's several things. One, he stole George from the jungle. Yeah. He had, a big, he had like a rifle strapped on his back in that scene. So hey. it's like, did he shoot the other monkeys, the chimps? That, and Okay, also George is a <laughs> chimp. Not a monkey, but okay, whatever. Uh, no tail. If it doesn't have a tail, it's not a monkey. monkey. Yep. Uh, There's a Veggie Tail song there for you, Rachel. Oh, gosh. Get that one in your head now. Oh, we're such parents. Ugh. This is the worst. But okay, so then the man in the yellow hat willingly sends George into space in a rocket. Yeah, so he could be famous. I he mean, dream big, yeah, man, but, for but your you, kids. No, science experiments use monkeys because they're disposable, because they're not humans, and there's a high likelihood of death. Well, here's the thing. If somebody came to me and was like, Simon can be the first toddler in outer space, would I send him? Maybe. <laughs> 
Exactly. <laughs> That's why you think the man in the yellow hat is a good a good parent because they're like, sure, nothing wrong with that idea. You get a medal at the end. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, he also does like leave him like locked up home alone by himself like several times. Yeah, but you know, again, like I mean, I do that with Simon all the time. <laughs> Uh-huh. No, you don't. <laughs> uh, just lock the grate from the outside. They can't get anywhere. It's perfect. Exactly. Don't touch the stove or the kitchen knives. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, no, we don't do that. Oh, my gosh, no. Uh, <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We've been... We've been talking with uh, a lot of people who've been here for a few years, and so it's interesting, just, like, the change. Like, we'll have a hard time transitioning back to American uh, life, parenting style, when we go back. So Strapping him into those car seats again. Yes. Not being able to let him just run loose at a restaurant. We're getting better at that. It's only been two months. We're still a little uptight about what our kids are doing, but, like... We do just kind of let them run. But yeah, today, like we did let them run, but it was slightly stressful because there was this fish pond like outside of our view <laughs> that had some super nasty water oh, yeah. in it. Oh, yeah. And Andrew came back wet and that was terrifying because I was like, yeah, he kind of got in that. But I mean, the thing is, is there was like, what, 10, 15 little kids running around that restaurant? Yeah, there's probably 10. Yeah. And so, I mean, so you kind of just go with the flow and the mm-hmm. mass of the, the, the chaotic right. mass. They just kind of run together. Yeah, and... they do. They tend to either kind of keep each other all in one area or there's like an instigator who creates chaos. Yes. Our yes. kids don't seem to be the instigators yet. They're usually uh, the followers. Andrew's a little bit, though. He's like, mm. I don't know. He Maybe. he's He's a little bit. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know (laughs) it's kind of fun to watch him though i enjoy watching him run around (laughs) totally um yeah that was a nice restaurant there's an or cafe or whatever it was it's that nice neighborhood we're learning to get away get around in Kathmandu better and better yes we finally found this like grocery store that i've been looking for that i'd gone to the first week with with someone and and so we finally found that in that area which is good because they have some they have some more like american things like some granola bars and stuff like that and so i've been really wanting to get back there and Mm -hmm. so now we know where it is although we couldn't go back in there because again you know, the boys were starting to fall apart. Right. I'm starting to wonder what Simon's deal is, though, because he's always like, I'm so tired. And he, like, starts, like, tripping and stuff as he's walking. I'm like, is he really this tired? Like, is he, like, asthmatic? Or, like, <laughs> like what's his deal? Like, he why is crashes. he so exhausted But then, like, if something fun and funny is happening, like, he'll just start giggling and running around like a normal kid. Like, he'll have tons of energy. Yeah. Like, so is he bored and grumpy about having to walk? Or does that just make it forget? Like, I just can't quite figure it out. Because I'm like, why is he so exhausted all the time? Well, because, I mean, his main, one of his main ga- games is playing to sleep. So he, like, lays on me all day. A lot. Well, that and so I'm starting to wonder like what? a bird. He also loves playing birds this week. <laughs> yes, yes. Which is a little more Getting active. washed away by a waterfall and then I have to call it back. No. It's a very huge imagination, it's I will say. It's a detailed say. world building that goes on. Yes, yes. I love worlds are big i'm so glad that he is like that makes me happy (laughs) um yeah boy all parenting talk 
Okay. Sorry. Yes. Well, okay, as long as we're on a roll um, of parenting talk, I do have to say that I have been enjoying, like, I feel like we've mentioned in other podcasts how it feels like, oh, there's a fly. There it is. I think I just hit it. No, it's still alive. Ah, oh. I swear that thing was, like, buzzing in my ear yeah, during the night. It was. Um. Oh, yeah, man, the bugs are getting bad. Like, we had, like, these green beans, and these gnats were, like, hatching out of them. Oh, yeah, and so, a picture real quick of our, of our podcasting setup so we have it for. Um. And so, yeah, so, like, um, so I, but, yeah, I, like, threw away the ones with, like, the bugs natch, hatching out of them, mm-hmm. and I cooked the other ones, and I'm, like, what has gone wrong with me? I'm, like. You were still, you wanted those green beans. Yeah, like, I'm just, like, I yeah, I just, like, go past the mold and the bugs, and I just started to roll with the, the, the business. I don't know what's <laughs> oh, going on with me, but, um, but, yeah, so we've talked before about how it's, like, been a bit of a pressure cooker for our family, you know? Mm -hmm. just like the just kind of the stresses of a new culture and a new home and new routines and but I'm liking what I feel like the pressure cooker is cooking the boys character like in a in a fast way and so it's been kind of fun to watch like like Simon is like started to share a bit Mm -hmm. and I mean if you met him for the first time, you wouldn't be like, wow, that is a kid that shares. But yeah. if you knew him before, yeah. you'd be like, whoa, because every up. once yeah. in a while, he's like handing that stuff mm-hmm. off to people, you know? And and I see with Andrew, like he's, um, I mean, partially he's, you know, going to turn two and stuff, but so he's kind of learning the nose. But, but I also feel like um, his like people pleasing ways. Like he's, I mean, he's laying down the law with people just randomly picking him up and touching him. He's started to not allow it all the time. So, I mean, he's still like a friendly kid and will grab random people's hands. But if he gets overwhelmed now, he's like, he's, he's laying down some boundaries and yeah. saying no. And I'm, I'm seeing them. Yeah. He can communicate better. In some ways. I'm seeing him get more emotional. I've seen him get more grumpy. <laughs> yes, the bruises all over my arms from him biting me would testify to that. <laughs> um, but I tell you what, too, like, I feel like our joy is, is it's big when yes. we have joy. Like, we have these dance parties constantly yes. <laughs> where we put up phrase music and the boys just love it. And Simon just, like, he knows all those words. Like, he'll sing, like, the... I'm redeemed song and like all these different things that I'm like, whoa, you know, and I, Mm -hmm. and I hear him singing that. And so it's fun to just like, I feel like we celebrate big in the stress. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't know, maybe I'm just, maybe it's wishful thinking, but I feel like this week there's been more and more of those moments. Like it's been Yeah, like, I'm kind of coming out of the culture shock. Like, I had some pretty depressive times, like, the last Mm -hmm. few weeks, but I feel like I'm kind of starting to come out of that again and, like, kind of lift my head out of the sand. Like, I'm starting to feel like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. you know? And and part of it is just getting to interact, like, with the people here. And when that happens, it helps. Like, we got to go Yes, it's so cool. Yes, we have neighbors who live upstairs, which... You know, it's challenging to share a home with people like but we have separate spaces and it's cool they're young people like uh like i think there's three of them a couple of them are in high school and one of them's in college they're all family related somehow and like their family is nearby anyway so we haven't interacted with them a ton but one of them speaks really good english and we all went out for lunch yesterday becca had the idea and anyway i thought it was an awesome idea so we went out took them out to eat and uh 
they carried the kids and they we just walked down the street to a, a place where we could go on Saturday that was open and had a great time. Really got to know them better. And they like had the boys on their shoulders mm-hmm. so the boys could pick like all the flowers are starting to bloom yes, so it's starting to get spring. really pretty. And so they would pick them and Simon even gave one of the girls a flower like yeah. as we were leaving. I don't know if you saw that, I but didn't it was really that, sweet. No. <laughs> So it was it was good and like they shared like some Nepali words with us and yes, stuff like <laughs> that was really fun. We're gonna keep learning. So um uh, I gotta call you Budi. And I call you Buddha yeah. <laughs> for, for like husband and wife. I guess it's like a familiar term, like Yeah. It's like it's also like kind of mean it means old. <laughs> like guess. you grow old together, old, they were yeah, saying. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, I guess we're, to them, we're old. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, I think they're saying like you grow old together. Yeah, yeah, like that's yeah. why the husbands and wives do that. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. And if I was in Yosemite, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was really cute. So yeah. What else did we learn? There was a few words we learned. We did. We did. And now we've forgotten them. <sighs> that's how it works. Yes. I only can remember because it sounds like Buddha, like. <laughs> yeah. But it's a little shorter. Yeah. <laughs> and Booty, beauty, kind of beauty. Oh, yeah. Sounds like beauty. Beauty, sure. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, like beauty. What is it again? Booty. Booty. Yeah. Anyway. So, okay. (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Um, Uh, Yes. So, yes, that was good. Yeah. They played with the hose with the boys a bit too outside. They had fun. (laughs) The boys ran outside without shoes on this morning to go play in in the driveway. And uh, all of a sudden, they have balloons. And I'm like, where did they get balloons? And I see a balloon drifting down out of the sky, and Simon catches it. I'm like, oh, (laughs) the neighbors are (laughs) blowing up balloons and throwing them down to our kids from the third floor. (laughs) (laughs) Just fun. Yeah, it was really cute. Yeah, and I was was reading um, the first C.S. Lewis um, Chronicles of Narnia book, The Magician's Nephew. Oh, it's the first one in the timeline of the world. The prequel. And so I was reading that to Simon outside, and that was kind of fun. That's awesome. He was into it. Yeah. He told me to listen to you read. Yeah. Andrew, not so much, but yeah. Yeah, and we also, um, Tim and I started to read, I read it first. We didn't read it together. We usually like to read books together, but this isn't, it hasn't really been working out lately and stuff. So I read it first and Tim kind of started it, but it's like a young adult, like, like younger than young adult, like grade school. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's like um, upon the sea of darkness or the dark sea of darkness. I don't know. It's like a silly title because it's kind of one of those comedy fantasy books one of those. I don't know if I've ever read one. Like, <laughs> it's a genre. Yeah, yeah. Comedy fantasy. Yeah. Oh, uh, anyway, we had the author's name is Peterson, I think. Yeah, Andrew Peterson, oh, which okay. is like that Christian guy that. Oh, yeah, that's right. But yeah. it it was. I really liked it. It talked about sibling stuff and everything, mm-hmm. and I and feel it's like an it, adventure story. Yeah. Really picks up towards the end. A lot of funny things. I, the other in describing his world, he says. Uh, it was a wonderful, you know, peaceful place, except for the giant rats and except for the icy winters and except for the things, the fact that nothing would grow. And if you ever approached the mountains, then abominables would come down and eat you. And anyway. <laughs> anyway, it's just funny. Um, yes. Speaking of rats, what was the distraction this morning? <laughs> yes. So we're in church and towards the end, we're singing the last song at the end. And this kid at the 
right in front of us in the road in front of us points down at the ground and says look a mouse <laughs> and i'm like he's not serious or she's not serious and then yes a mouse comes wandering out from under the row in front of us goes past my feet and go continues on to the back and you can just hear like this wave of like disruption passing behind us as this mouse goes back <laughs> through the crowd and eventually someone herds it up against the wall and tries to catch it or something well and then they put it in the garbage can the boys i don't think they put it in the garbage can that's what they were talking about I don't think that. Would they, why would they do that? I don't know because it they was wanted to feed cruel. it garbage. It seemed cruel because it was kind of cute. You sure they didn't put it behind the garbage? Maybe cans? they put it behind it. We'll uh, hope because okay. it was kind of cute. No, it wasn't. It was a mouse. It was just a little guy. You think the elephants are cute? You think the mice are cute? Mice and elephants don't get along, so that would be. Isn't that the famous thing? They're scared of mice. Yes, mice. yes. Is that a myth? I think it's probably a myth. So what does that say about you then? If I think you're cute. <laughs> not in great company that's, i wouldn't say that's good company to be in i'm just kidding mm. you're different from them Tim. thank you i feel i feel like you're throwing me a bone i'm not sure if you're making it worse or better i know it's not great i don't know oh, i don't man. know but it was funny in my head but then it, I, I don't know <laughs> Um, yes, but, so that was kind of fun. And, um, yes. And so then, um, this week it was kind of cool. Um, every once in a while I'll go up to the, the second floor, which is also part of our flat, but mm-hmm. I have a hard time with stairs, but, um, but every once in a while I'll do that. And there's like this balcony out there mm-hmm. that, um, a veranda, a veranda, yes. a veranda where we, where, um, you know, the, our clothes hangs to dry and stuff. And, um, Anyway, it was it was kind of cool because I brought up um, this Jesus storybook Bible with mm. me. Um, no, actually, never mind. I didn't bring that up. I just was telling him the story. Strike that. Didn't bring it up. So, okay. So I bring up you... the boys. I do bring up the boys. No, no Bible though. Just the boys. But you, yes. But you sh- just shared the story from memory, right? Yes. So we were sitting there and stuff on the balcony and I was starting to tell Simon, I was like, your middle name, um, you know, is Daniel. And, and so I started to tell him the story of Daniel and I was like, um, you know, Daniel was brought to a, a land that he didn't want to go to. And Simon was like, really? Because, because Simon's really still having a hard time mm-hmm. and, and not wanting, just wanting to go home and stuff. And so he was like, really empathizing with him and stuff, you know? And, and then I started talking about how, um, you know, how there, there was, you know, all kinds of, of, of false gods and, you know, the people there just didn't realize that Mm. they were false and that there was a true God to pray to. And, and so, so he was also talking about that because, I mean, he notices that there's, you know, altars and stuff Mm -hmm. everywhere and everything. And, and so, um, you know, so then I was like, but God was going to start to, to reveal himself to everyone. And, and, you know, and he was using Daniel to, um, to do that. And all started with, you know, opening his windows and praying to God and stuff. Mm. And so we started praying and, and singing, um, 
like I've got the joy in my heart, which Andrew like goes, wow, <laughs> like wow. for where, <laughs> you know? So he does yeah. that for us and Simon and I sing it and everything. And it was just cool because he was so into it because he really empathized with mm. that, that story. And so, you know, I mean, I don't know. Really. I bet that was, yeah, really, sorry, something walked by the gate. Oh, okay. Sorry, it, it was kind like of a scary animal. look that you gave. And so I was like, yeah, what's funny? Maybe a cow went by. It's like sure. a giant spider man. No. I don't know. But, um, but it was cool because I feel like, you know, that that, um, like, I mean, I still don't really know totally what, what we're doing here, but I just feel like it's cool that, I mean, I think that God uses like just little things of like, you know, just, just praising him and stuff yeah. to, to see where that goes. And, and mm. so I was excited that Simon was starting to like engage a little bit. I bet with that helps him process a little bit. Yeah, I could really see the wheels turning. Yeah, gives him terminology to think about his own feelings and stuff. Yeah. What what has happened to his life? Yes, yes, totally. Mm. Man, cool. That's a neat story. Good job. Thank you. Mm. Um, we went to eat at your work again. Yeah, you guys did. You braved the... the the three flights of stairs and so it's the second time i've done that mm -hmm. since getting here yep and uh the kids completely melted down uh <laughs> again and i got lots of encouragement from other people they said yep our kids have all done that and yeah when they bring them to work to eat too so, they did say that oh, i yeah. missed that yeah they're like it's okay it happens it's gonna happen and i'm like oh okay it's like at least once your kids are just gonna throw a fit and embarrass you <laughs> <laughs> at work okay. at least once, yeah. at least once. <laughs> maybe not <clears throat> maybe hopefully sometime not but um yeah we're on the roof and it's it's really pretty up there like it can be some days you can see the mountains really clearly and but that's not most days it's like one day a week maybe where you get to see the far himalayas Yes. But gosh, they're gorgeous when you see them. They're just so big. You'll have to take a picture sometime. I, I try. It doesn't. Doesn't it, show. It just doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, is it kind of like how in Pokhara, how it's kind of hard to take the pictures where it's like, because yes. they're so massive. It's like, it's a yes. weird kind of. Well, and they're just so far away that the, the atmospheric, like, uh, you know, just washes out the color and stuff. So our eyes like understand what we're seeing and we can like kind of clarify in our brain like the the view but when you take a picture you realize like there just isn't that much information like that much light coming in so yeah yeah it's fascinating when you had like an interesting thing on your plate i did <laughs> i don't remember a chicken part of a chicken oh a chicken heart yeah <laughs> apparently it's delicacy uh I don't know. i've had chicken heart before i don't remember did where did you eat it this time no Oh, I did not feel that well. I did not feel adventurous. <laughs> I'm kind of done with being adventurous with food. Well, as I guess because the new normal is plenty adventurous. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I don't really feel like eating this chicken heart. Although, like, it's kind of rude to not finish your plate. Like, everyone scrapes their plate clean, like, and eats every bite. So it's hard to get the right amount, especially when the boys come and they don't eat anything. So it's very embarrassing. But, oh, well. Yeah. Playing that American card. <laughs> um, are they still bringing you snacks every yep. day? Yep. Yep. We get snacks every day. Um, yeah, they're pretty good. It varies. Different one every day. A little bit different. People, you know, snack a lot at work. 
And uh, people stay late. They come in late and stay late. People come in around 9 and don't leave till after 6, probably, most of the time. So it's a little bit later work shift. But then it's dark at 6. So it's not real pleasant, like, going home in the dark. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, harder for me to adjust to because I like kind of the earlier yeah. go, earlier come back, you know? So it's it's kind of weird, like, having just a big chunk in the morning that's yeah. and then not. I mean, I'm sure. By the time you eat, it's like boys I'm, I'm to bed. and I'm sure I have the choice to do whatever, you know, I need right, to. But, right, right, yeah. right. But if everybody's... If everybody does, it's right. tricky. It is. Oh, we forgot to talk about your injury. Oh, yeah. So last week we talked about me playing futsal, which is soccer. Um, and Or it's a little different from soccer. Yeah, there's like a tiny net inside of a big net. Not really yes, sure. Yes, there's a really small goal, and you don't have a full-time goalie. But so we were, So the previous week we actually played soccer which was normal soccer rules that I kind of remembered from being a kid. Yeah. And this week they played, they were going to play futsal. And this was a different group of people. And they were more intense about it. And it was all guys. There was no girls in that group. And so they were really, like, warming up and getting intense. I was like, okay, I'm still kind of sore from last week's workouts. I'm, like, stretching a little bit. I stretch for a couple minutes and try to get myself limbered up because my muscles are a little tight. And I go out to warm up, and I kick the ball two times. And then the third time I go to kick the ball, I feel this awful pole snap thing, a muscle inside my leg on the inside. And it's just like, oh, and I fall down. And pull myself to the edge of the... It hurt so bad. I went into shock. His lips were like pale and yeah. trembling. It was yes. crazy. I felt sick to my stomach. I was in enough pain that I just basically was going into shock. So then I had to like lay down. I had to do the thing where I lay down and put my feet up above my head to let the blood rush back to my head. And that kind of helps. So like it makes everything feel okay again. Um, but yeah, that muscle's so sore and it's finally, I was really worried about like what I was going to have to do or how long it was going to be hurt. But, um, within 24 hours, I felt a lot better. Like I still feel it when I move certain ways, but it's, it, it was not a permanent injury is thankfully this time. But he was having a really hard time walking oh, yeah. back to get back home. And, but it was like, we were totally like, oh my goodness, it's like a similar pain injury thing to what I have yes. all the time. So we're like, oh, oh we're going to be like this terrible pair. And so it was a little bit panic. Oh, completely disabled. Oh, yes. I was only disabled for a day, luckily. So he still like has, you know, moments where it's hurting, but it's not as like, but he's not like a lot barely able to walk and stuff yeah, i'm gonna so. milk it for all the sympathy i can get so it still hurts really bad <laughs> can you change the next diaper please <laughs> that's what really makes my muscles hurt is if there's diapers. a dirty diaper <laughs> exactly. my dirty nose has worse. to scrunch up which hurts my leg <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh, exactly <laughs> So it was kind of crazy, but we sat there still and watched the game a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, yeah. And it was way less stressful this time because it wasn't like raining and lightning. And so there wasn't like this muddy river that the boys were playing no. in. Well, I mean, it's not a river, but it was just like a gutter with all this muddy water. And it was so stressful the first time. So without the rain, it was way less stressful. Yes. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, we we brought them again to that little like slide park thing where where it's like the 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 super fast forty five degree angle marble slab that goes right into straight into the dirt. Yep, like 
the cement makes their legs yeah buckle yes and so but it kind of gave us a moment of panic because like the stairs like are just kind of these like rickety cement like crumbling things and there's no railings so like they're at the top and stuff and simon's like i'm a bird i'm gonna fly (laughs) and his like little arms start flapping and we're like you can't fly and he's like i can't no you can't no you can't simon you cannot actually fly Oh, gosh. I had to, like, really talk him down. I would have caught him, probably. We hope. It is fun, though. Like, he is starting to think that everybody's, like, his friend and stuff because Mm -hmm. everybody kind of, like, acts like that here and stuff. So it is kind of... very friendly. It's going to be kind of weird because it is changing them that way. And yeah. I'm thinking back, like, okay, to Palmer Lake, like, when we were there, they, we don't see little kids that often going by, so I think it'll be really weird for him to not have, like, neighborhood kids running around, like, that he's seen all the time. Yeah, yeah, like, there was a group of, like, high schoolers, and he just, like, ran up behind them and started talking, and, like, they were, like, his... His gang. Yes. <laughs> He's like... Exactly. <laughs> started to just think that everybody is like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's hard. When we go to the park in, uh, yeah, back home, we're the only ones ever there. Yeah. So it's not a real, it's not a real kid town that we're from. There's not many little, little kids or young families. There. Yeah, it's kind of older. Older people. Yeah. I feel like all their, I feel like people don't leave. So all their kids have like grown. Yes. It seems like that. A lot so of people like with, the with grandkids that visit or yes. something. Which is fine. But yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot about our kids, though, too. Like, we've been talking. I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess that's it's kind of kind our of, thing. It is. It is. It's kind of a huge portion of our life right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. Um, how are you and us doing, Tim? Mm. Uh, like, on a scale of 1 to 10? I don't know. Like, maybe one of those charts with smiley faces of the pain charts. Like, <laughs> Oh, which emoji are we? Which emoji are we right now? Uh, there's one that's called grimacing. The gritted teeth. Does it have, like, a name for them? Yeah, Because sure. that would be helpful. I don't know if I've talked about that in the podcast, but the the emojis stress me out so bad i don't know how to read their freaking emotions like they're mm. like some of them it's like i feel like people are sending them and they're, it's like supposed to be an overly happy face but i'm like i feel like it looks like an angry face like i can't tell yeah and so they stress me out they're confusing yeah i get that i i wonder so i know in the chat clients we use at work you just hover over the emoji and it tells you the name uh, but if you, let's see, on iOS, no. If you, I was going to try to think if you like force touch or hold down on top of the emoji, will it tell you what it is? Nope, it does not. So I guess you're just supposed to read it like and just know. Well, yeah, I just feel like hand signals are less confusing in the emojis or like a heart. Send me a heart. Yep. Then thumbs I'll know up. that you mean that you like me. Thumbs up, thumbs fine. down, or a heart. <laughs> what else do you need, really? I guess a smiley face. Just let people know that your comment was taken with levity. 
you know, kind of clarifies. As the... long as it's a very clear smiley face. Yeah, just the normal well, smiley face. Well, and there's face. like 50 different kinds of smiling faces. So I'm like, so then it's like the one that's super, super happy. Like, then it's like, I mean... I mean, you always want that, but I oh, mean, sometimes right. you just get like a barely smiling yeah. one and it's like, oh, <laughs> just the one side where the one side of the mouth is quirked up. You know. <laughs> See, and I think that's like, eh, you're kind of terrible. Oh, wow. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. So those of you who ever text Becca, oh, speaking of which, if you're listening to this and you've been trying to text Becca, if you know her personally and know how to get hold of her, stop trying to text her phone number her american phone number is no longer registered with iMessage it's now you now need to text her through iMessage using her email address or you need to just download whatsapp and then you could find her by her old american phone because number. apparently i'm not getting text messages which was confusing because i'm still getting them from my family for i can some send reason, you iMessages just but fine. like i'm not getting them from most people so it's very confusing and they apparently don't get an error message saying that i don't get it yeah which what is like crazy right well when you go back to america and connect again you're gonna get like will they all thousand. come through or will it be like i don't know it's very confusing how it works like because I would have thought they would come through on the computer or something. But yeah, iMessage is weird. Apparently, as soon as you popped in your Nepali SIM card in here, I think it stopped letting you receive uh, messages at your American phone number. So confusing. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, so we, um, we've continued to look at and read a little bit from a marriage book, yeah. um, and we thought we'd maybe just answer one of the questions. Um, yeah, I thought, yeah, we were talking air. about doing a, um, each, each week when we do this podcast, having a little section about our marriage and marriage in general, and so yeah, I like that. It's good to share our thoughts and our, our, our discoveries with other people. And sometimes we've just been kind of winging it, but I feel like... My brain needs a question tonight yes. to talk about with you. So the book, and we talked about it last week and probably the week before that, is the um, uh, Forever Marriage. You and Me Forever. You and Me Forever by Francis Chin. And um, we are we have read week three so far, so if you want to follow along and catch up, uh, we'll be talking about week four next week. But uh, we're going to go back to the first chapter and answer one of the questions from the end of the very first chapter. Because we didn't, we skipped this one because we were like falling asleep. So I, me being the thorough person that I am, was like, let's go back <laughs> and answer that one. Okay. So, Tim, this is the question. Um, strategize how you can help each other develop in your fear of the Lord. And what evidence should you be looking for to indicate that each of you is indeed in growing? indeed growing in the fear of the lord so maybe we could first like talk about what our understanding of the fear of the lord is a little bit yeah it's kind of a loaded term it is um it is like i mean yeah is it you know it's not the it's not the curious george fear of the man with the yellow hat <laughs> or which is mostly made up in your own mind it doesn't really exist on the pages <laughs> right but it's yeah so it's not you know not fear fear but it's like kind of a i i see it as um awe like awe at like awe and understanding like understanding in my own mind to an extent 
enough of an extent to understand what God has done and who he is that I am in awe of it. I feel like that's for me, like the fear of the Lord and just having it be at the front of my mind when things come up and situations come up so that it really is like part of my, my life. Like I wouldn't want to be, um, I don't want God to see me making decisions without his, uh, wants and needs at the forefront of my mind not yeah. wants and needs his yeah not wants and needs his um directives and guiding uh plans for me like and just the like yeah i don't know just him him, him right at the forefront in some ways and just kind of like i feel like it i mean i i feel like it strikes in my mind like some of like the himalayas are so huge it's like they're mm. part of the clouds you know and it's like i feel like i feel a holiness of god like kind of that that somberness and i feel like some of that comes to my mind the holiness but i think it's more like what you said too i mean i think for the purposes of this of what they kind of talked about in the chapter and stuff i think I, I liked where you were going with having, you know, I, I liked how you put that about having his, his directives and his stuff in the, in the forefront of your mind. I, I really, that was really good. I, I'm kind of stumbling over myself, but. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thumbs up. So. <laughs> going back. So maybe that's a, our working definition for right now. Yeah. So how do we help each Put other some strategies for helping each other get there yeah i can say one thing because i've seen you do it for me um is the space in the morning when i ask for time to uh have quiet time and read the bible you totally support me in getting that time and space um and not perfectly because our mornings are chaotic, but like you totally like, okay, yeah, yeah, go, go back to the room and you can have your time for, you know, however long you need. And it's been really nice. So I think that's a really, I think that's a really powerful way to support, um, the ways that you support me and I would like to support you is by making that space available for you to, um, read every morning. I think you definitely do that. Like it's not necessarily in in the morning when but I mean even when the boys were getting up from their nap and stuff like I was like can I just lay on my stomach and pray for a while and you're like yeah of course you know and and I always like to lay on my stomach while I'm praying because it's like I don't know <laughs> not always but it's I like that time like it's peaceful to I would, me I would just fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. And so I could definitely see that. And, you know, and I think too, like, I don't, I don't know if I could, we've made a conscious effort to try to contact each other once during the workday, um, to like a little call or a text or whatever to, to check in with the other person and say that we love them or whatever. And I almost wonder about that. Like that's been hard just doing that Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. That is hard for me. So I'm like, but it would be interesting like to text you about, I mean, I wouldn't want to say, how's your fear of the Lord, son? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) But like, not that I do 
but anyway, um, um, but 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 something that would be like no, I I think that, and you have done that a few times. It's been really precious to me when you share a prayer with me or a um, a passage of scripture that you want to me to hear, or like those have been amazing messages that I get from you. So yeah. Like maybe even like a praise about about God or, or something like because yeah. these days like I feel like you know um, that is that's a choice to make like I'm going to make a choice to think of something I'm grateful for that God has put on my heart you. and share it with you I'm gonna do that this week that would be really cool all right check in next week see how we did with that that's really good all right so we're both gonna do it. Yeah, let's try, man. Okay. So we're also going to try to track our our expenses and spending. Yeah, I'm not. Have I agreed to that? I don't think I have. I think you've, I've. You've almost I've never throughout the time of our marriage. It's been difficult to get you to agree to <laughs> any of those tracking um, <laughs> schemes. Yes, I think I deflected that one. But, yeah, okay. um, we'll talk about that more later. But do we have any other strategies for this question, strategies. or like? I don't know. I I really have felt the need to read the Psalms this week, and so that's my strategy for myself. But what's my strategy for you? How do I inspire the fear of the Lord in you? It's hard to we're, think. We're throwing meaningful glances across the table where we're thinking. Yes. Long, long thoughts. Long, long thoughts. Like maybe try to find a family um, devotion time after supper some nights a few times this week to kind of, I don't know, bring that into our, our family dinner time ritual. That would be cool. Dinner time has not been very pleasant um, for some time since having children. So that's a cool idea. Just for the last three years. <laughs> Just for the last three years. It's been awful. <laughs> Just then. <laughs> um, but um, I like that. I also was going to say something that I've seen that you do that I love is we mentioned earlier our like our praise song dance parties and i feel like i feel like you do that so often like you're so happy to put music on for us and it really does like brighten us all up you know and i feel like it does like we all are singing to it and so i feel like that does like that is so cool bring god forward i hadn't thought of that but yeah that's yeah. awesome i'm so glad that yeah you said that because i wasn't realizing i was doing that yeah, it brings a lot of joy to our family, and I think that... Yeah, I had to get a Bluetooth speaker here so yes. that we could have slightly louder music than what would come out of the computer speaker. So. And I was so, like, uh, I was so begrudging of of spending money on something like that, but I'm like, I'm so glad that you did it because I'm like... I mean, it wasn't, it was like 20 bucks yeah. or something. Yeah. So it's not like it was like this big expensive thing, but I was like, ugh, like we don't need it and mm -hmm. whatever. And I'm like, but, but yeah, we did because I mean, if it causes you, our DJ, <laughs> to, to remain active in music playing, like we got to do. Like, DJ it's been Timberland a good, in the house. <laughs> it's been a good addition to our family. 
and um, he speaks with a British accent. So I mean, it's not it's no Alexa. Oh, that. But yes. But it's still he still tells us when he needs to be charged with, which I think we talked about in another episode. How he yells at us to charge him. He's very demanding. He's not he's not as subservient as Alexa. He's a little it's bit a more aggressive. Um, what evidence should you be looking for to indicate that each of you is indeed in growing in the fear of the Lord? We're talking behaviors. We're talking evidence. <laughs> evidence and behaviors. Um, well, I think uh, I think an attitude of gratitude is like a number one thing. I've seen that is, I think, awesome evidence that God is being put first. I think that is good. And I think, like, I think one thing that I look for, um, the thing that I look for in you most often is, like, is is the quiet times or taking time to read the word and stuff, you know? So I think, like, with seeing you read these psalms and stuff, you know, it's, like, the evidence is there that the the fear of the Lord is, like, active. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. It makes sense. And it makes sense that you'd be looking for the gratitude thing with me because I can get, I can start to go negative, you know. I'm I'm a window, drapes closed sort of person. <laughs> and so it makes sense that when, you know, that, you know that I've been talking to God if if there is a a, a joy there. Like, not that, I mean... Not that you're not that uh, I can't a pout pout fish, but you're a pout pout face. <laughs> children's uh, books. Children's uh. book. But I mean not that you can't be sad and all that and have the fear of the Lord, but but I mean I think that there is also yeah, I don't know where, where I'm going with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm qualifying I'm not, I'm not, just... Yeah, and there's a difference, but yeah, I just feel like that's one thing that that is a cool sign. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So that's going to be our challenge now. I like that. Yeah. Challenge it up. Okay. Check in next week. Yep. So, yeah. I feel I feel now fulfilled. Like we've we've done all the the talking we need to do. Oh boy. <laughs> Have we ever? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's been really good. I'm glad we, we came back to this after our little break and we're able to finish up another episode for another week. Yes, definitely. So I hope everyone has a good week and mm -hmm. we'll talk to you later. Until <laughs> <laughs> next week. This has been the Good Words Podcast with Tim and Becca. Good night.